Hi. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to your Friday. Oh, goodness. You're listening to Crooked News, where we bring you crazy news, hilarious history, and that's it. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and relief. Yes. From whatever's fucking up your week. Comic relief. Yes. I'm just going oh, to have to hold a my mic. Delicious mug of hot cider with me. Ooh, today. yum. Yes. Uh, my friends. I had some. I usually drink it cold because I usually put whiskey in it. And today mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? It's cold outside. I'm going to put this in the microwave for a couple minutes and it is worth it. Nice. Uh, my mm. friend's mom bought me a Keurig today. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, it was the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Now you don't have to drink your mom's shitty spiced coffee anymore. Yes, and like, did she just like mix it all up in the coffee bag or something? Well, she um, she puts the grounds in the in the white thing. And then she mm-hmm. spices the grounds that are in that. So, like, she doesn't put oh, it all so, in yeah, the bag. Oh, so, yeah, she did the whole supply. No. Well, yeah, she did the whole supply. That's what I was asking. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, oh, you're so, okay. Like, the, she took all the coffee in the house and made this. No, no, no. She, um, oh, okay. thank God she didn't do that. But <laughs> <laughs> she'll, like, she'll put the grounds, like, in the in the coffee pot and then she'll season the grounds. And then in in the filter, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of what that was called. Um, Kay texted me earlier. In case every anyone's wondering where this weird out of context story came from, <laughs> Kay texted me earlier and said, "I just want like good coffee that my mom hasn't like. What did you say that my mom um, hasn't spiced or something like that?" Oh my god! It it was. I've got our text right here. Um, I just want. <laughs> Um, Mama started making this Christmas spice blend coffee, and I hate it. I just want coffee that <laughs> tastes good with the creamer we have. Is that too much to ask, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was sometimes so, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. I was so upset. I I smelled that coffee, and there there was only like a little bit left, but I like I couldn't bring myself to even try to drink it. So I. I went out to my mom because I'm in fucking competent when it comes to making coffee. That is the only thing I cannot make. (laughs) That's why Keurigs are so nice for those of us who are inept. Yeah, I... Yeah. Um, (laughs) I can't do math. My brain sees the conversion charts for this many tablespoons for this many ounces and it screams. It doesn't compute. Um, (laughs) Error. Error. (laughs) Basically. <laughs> so I went out to my mom and I'm like, hey, can you make some coffee that doesn't have all that spice in it? And she's like, you don't like it? And I said, no, I really no. don't. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried really hard and I just, I can't do it. Spices and, are good in everything but coffee, I feel like. I mean, like maybe yeah. a little bit of cinnamon for mm-hmm. like a cappuccino, but no. Well, I, I'm okay or with... Or like flavor your creamer. Yeah. In my opinion. I don't care for flavored coffee, but like mm-hmm. flavor the creamer. You get buy some flavored creamer and then everyone can season to their can yeah. flavor to their like taste. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like I normally don't mind like a little spice in it, because normally like she'll put cinnamon and turmeric in it, which is good for your body. But right. now she's also started to add 
cloves and allspice and that just that was too much because it's because it's christmas time yeah <laughs> it, it was too, too much, much. <laughs> uh it it's would probably much. it would probably be different if the coffee wasn't already flavored because it's like oh. hazelnut coffee and then nope. all that stuff on top of no, it no that's too much that's that's yeah. disgusting yeah oh my and god like, come on hazelnut is apparently the only coffee we have in the house now we used to have Blech. this lovely um blonde vanilla coffee from starbucks yeah it's all gone all the mocha's gone and Honey. i i tried i tried to make coffee today <laughs> because she when i asked her to make me some she said no and she said you just put three tablespoons for every six ounces yeah. And um, <laughs> I decided I wanted to do 16 ounces. And I yeah. I used the calculator. And somewhere between me pulling out the calculator and me putting the <laughs> coffee grounds in the coffee pot, I fucked up. And the coffee was way too strong. And I got mad and I poured it out. I cried a little bit. I posted about oh it on my. Facebook. <laughs> And then your friend brought you a coffee pot. Yes. And it was the sweetest thing Appearing. ever. It it made <laughs> my day. Um, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So I now have a cure. Nice. And I'm very happy about it. That's um, awesome. <laughs> well, I am currently sitting in my living room. Oh, no. Okay. Woo. That scared me. Oh. I am currently sitting in my... My, my recording did something weird, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> under the light of my Christmas tree nice with my hot cider you can get hot cider pods for your keurig by the way and they're delicious lovely i'm gonna get some hot chocolate ones and yes those um, work really well too you can get tea they're great Mm -hmm. i'm also gonna get like reusable k-cups oh yeah so that i can just like buy things of coffee and use that exactly it's definitely way cheaper yeah that's what we've been doing lately but just wanted to let you know that someone gave me some of the, like, apple cider ones before, mm-hmm. and they're legit. Like, they're not disgusting. That's awesome. You should definitely get some. Get, like, a small little pack of them, because it will. will make your life. It makes life worth living. Warm <laughs> spices with a hint of apple just makes life worth living. Yes. And, like, I got a $3 off coupon for pods. Um, Yum. So I'll um, I'll use that. Very cool. Yeah. All right, lady. All right. So hit us with some shit. This, my stuff is great. I'm so excited. Um, so this first great. one, mine is not. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna bring us down? Uh, that's Probably. my job. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So this is from newspapers.ph. Um. Okay. It was updated November 28th, 2020, so this is very recent, uh, and it's by Kai. That's the only name I have. Um, Okay. Taiwanese man sells PS5 as wife figures out it wasn't an air purifier. What? (laughs) Oh my god! That's (laughs) fucked. Yep. That's so funny. Oh, it does look a lot like an air purifier. It does. <laughs> and he got away with it for a while, and I love it. Um, I am going to tell you that it's not going to fit on my entertainment center. <laughs> because it stands upright. And uh, my shelves aren't bit for, built for that shit. Yeah. So we'll see what we do. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It might have to go on the floor. 
Oh, do you already have one? No. Oh, okay. And we won't. We probably won't get one for like a year. We like to wait mm-hmm. till there's a solid amount of games out and the bugs are fixed. Yeah. I and plus it the the price usually drops like by half. Yeah. I'm gonna wait until at least next Black Friday. Um, hopefully, mm-hmm. I'll have a job by then. <laughs> and yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, I know you will. I will. We're speaking it yes. into existence. I will. <laughs> I spoke a Keurig into existence today. I can yes, speak you did. a job into existence. Yes. Um, yes, queen. Manifest. Yes. <laughs> Manifest your destiny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So give a massive F for our fallen brethren forced to sell his PlayStation 5. <laughs> fallen brethren. <laughs> As the year- also, why would an air purifier be $500? <laughs> I don't know. Come on, bro. <laughs> as the- oh, my goodness. As the year comes to an end, the hype for the release of the new PS5 was at an all-time high. Unfortunately for many, scalpers and hoarders quickly bought stocks to sell at a higher price. People should not be allowed to do that. Y'all can go no, fuck yourselves. Shouldn't. That is so fucked up. Um, it should be like one one purchase per customer. Yeah. Meanwhile, for some who already had their hands on the new console, another storm was brewing. Their wives. <laughs> 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 Likewise, a man from Taiwan tried to trick his wife into thinking that the PS5 was an air purifier for their home. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> this, oh my god. This little ruse worked at first. However, there was an incident. At first? Yep. It worked at all is my question. Come (laughs) on, honey. (laughs) However, there was an incident where a rat died inside their home. Sadly, the PS5 can only do so much with its latest gen hardware in terms of gaming. With its non-air purifying features, the console did nothing to mask the smell of the rat. (sighs) At this moment, the wife finally found out that the air purifier was actually a gaming console. According wow, to an it took a rat dying? <laughs> it did. Um <laughs> According Come to Come on, honey. Get <sighs> Okay, she kind of deserves to be tricked. <laughs> That's very silly. <laughs> well, she might not I mean, it's a different um, you don't go in the living room? Well... It says PS5 on it, though, doesn't it? On the front? No. Oh. I don't know. I just know it's upright. Yeah, Sorry. and it, it looks like an actual air purifier. They have a side-by-side picture of the... That's funny. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> and it's also a different culture, so she might not like have oh, any idea... True. That's true. Yeah. Okay. I'm an asshole. You're not. You. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's probably why she didn't know it was $500. Um, oh, my God. According to an article Poor from... Lady. Yeah. According to an article from Asia One, the man who bought the console had an earful from his wife. Afterward, yeah, <laughs> Afterward... You deserve it. Yeah. He had to sell his PS5 at a cheap price. As such, potential buyers of his PS5 naturally asked the reason for this, which then prompted a hilariously awkward explanation. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with it. I just can't have it anymore. Yep. (laughs) Love it. I'm selling it because it's not an air purifier. (laughs) 
um okay let this be a warning to others <laughs> don't lie to your wife and tell her it's a an air purifier yes, you will be found PS4 out isn't an air purifier <laughs> it does not have any of those capabilities <laughs> oh my god i'm super dizzy i'm on a new medicine and it's making me very you dizzy. okay yeah um okay so this next one is by Olivia Harris. It was published on November 26, 2020. Um, so Tennessee teen accused of driving 107 miles per hour on I-26 to get crickets to feed his geckos. Oh my god. <laughs> Are they going to starve in two hours, sir? <laughs> I guess so. Um, Jeez. According to Tennessee Highway Patrol, 18-year-old Jacob Fannin was pulled over after a trooper clocked him for doing 107 miles per hour in a 65. Um, Wow. And he was reportedly driving on a suspended license. Um. Oh. Straight to. Yeah. He's, and I'm looking at, like, a picture of his car. It's a silver Mustang. And oh, so super conspicuous, also. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good job, Chief. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I love animals. I, I love to make sure that my babies have all that they need, but I'm not going to drive 107 miles per hour on the interstate. No, no one <laughs> should. Um, I need to get there and back so fast. I have to continue my raid on World of Warcraft. I can't <laughs> let them know I was gone. <laughs> but I don't want my gecko to starve. Ah! That's the only scenario where I can see that, like, <laughs> playing out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this last one I thought was pretty fascinating. It's from ScienceMint.com by Anand Ooh. Kumar. Um... And this is going to blow everyone's minds. Um, okay, here we go. The U.S. Hold on to your asses. Yeah. Uh, more like <laughs> hold on to your brain. Um, okay. U.S. military developing mind-reading technology for the battleground. What? Mm-hmm. A discovery in decoding brain signals could be the initial move toward a future where soldiers quietly communicate with each other during operations. Okay, that's fucking cool. Right? Um, That could easily be used for evil, though, and I don't like it. I know. (laughs) There is a problem, but also very cool. Um, That's really cool, though. (laughs) The U.S. military is investing money in neuroscience research, trying to decode and understand the meaning behind various brain signals. Um, what should all be totally wrong, though, and then they get out there and they're like, wait, what? No, there's, this is nothing to do with cupcakes, Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, God, I love it. Um... So, new research supported by the U.S. military's wider neuroscience plans that could ultimately lead to soldiers communicating via brain signals in the future. Um, following the latest study, 
Neuroscientists say that they've learned to decode and separate the neural signals that direct behavior from the rest of the brain's signal output. Um, hmm. While that doesn't allow anyone to read minds, it is an important step towards understanding how to decipher complex brain activity. I feel like that would be very applicable in like brains, like brain surgery and stuff too. Oh yeah, that's really cool. Wow. Um, I hope that's real. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. Um, <laughs> but hello. Oh, I'm still here. I was just a little bit. Okay. Of, it's just <laughs> a bit of this was repetitive. Um. Oh, you're skipping. Okay. I was like, yeah. are, you, are you alive? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm alive. I'm just also like super dizzy and trying to not repeat myself a million times. Um, Sweetheart. Uh, it's okay. It's It comes with trying new meds. Um, Fair enough. But yeah. So those were my stories. I know that was like really short, but I just thought those were fascinating and fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Very cool. Very, very neat. All right. Well, maybe we'll have telepathic soldiers in the near future. <laughs> maybe. Feels like a sci-fi, sci-fi situation. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. Okay. And then we'll come back. All right. We're back. We both had to have so a let's little talk. snack. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, Hawaii for a little bit. Okay. Shall we? Yeah. Okay. Also, just to preface this, this is not a fun story. Um, <laughs> of course. But I find comfort knowing that we have always been shitty as a human race, and that is not partic- specific to COVID. So, um, <laughs> so this is a Ranker article by Melissa Sartor. Um, it was updated October of, of 2019 called Inside the Tropical Paradise That Became a Leper Colony for 8,000 people 8,000 mm-hmm oh my god okay so guess how this happened ain't nobody washing their goddamn hands uh well yeah and also white people so <laughs> oh, um, yeah <laughs> colonization so uh when when Europeans arrived on the Hawaiian Islands in the late 18th century of course so did disease and lots of it Explorers and settlers introduced pathogens to Hawaiians that to which Hawaiians had no immunity, including the bacteria that caused leprosy, now referred oh. to as Hansen's disease. Um, I think because it is now curable, which is fantastic. Oh, um, thank God. And I think Hansen did it, but that is 100% me talking out of my ass and using context clues. So, um, the spread of it significantly impacted the population of Hawaii, wiping out thousands of natives each decade. By the time Hansen's appear- appeared in the middle of the 19th century, King, Ham- King Hamehameha V imposed a law that involved quarantining these affected those affected by uh, by the disease to a small the small island of Molokai. The forced re- the forced relocation was difficult. See, at least we're not being relocated. Yeah, Punch of blessings. <laughs> The forced relocation was difficult. The conditions on the island, meanwhile, could be atrocious. So, you know, you could be sick and alone on an island that's pretty uninhabitable. That's yeah. fun, right? Um, exactly where I want to be. <laughs> when I the don't Molokai leper... 
The Molokai leper co- well, Yeah, when your skin's falling off. Yeah, <laughs> not great. Uh, the Molokai leper colony lasted for more than a century. And even after the quarantine came to an end, individuals with Hansons continued to live in isolation. Oh. The leper, the leper colony on Molokai, Hawaii, represents the most extended medical separation in U.S. history. So, longer than a year, y'all. We haven't even made it to a year yet. So. <laughs> what if it was centuries? That would yeah. be. Um, the leper... Uh, da, 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 uh, the, today, the remnants of the area are a national park, albeit one that's remote and full of graves, marked and unmarked alike. I want to go. <laughs> um, because Hansen's disease is now curable, modern, p- modern medical professionals no longer refer to people with the condition as lepers, of course. Uh, so we will not be a- either. Um, according to Britannica, the term no longer has meaning and, in fact, is considered to be offensive because of the social stigma long associated with the disease, yeah. which, of course, goes back to biblical times. It's, like, real bad. Oh, yeah. They, like, made people live outside the city, um, outside the city walls, and they were, like, begging because they had no food and no way to- they couldn't be employed. It was really, really terrible. You knew that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was... Well versed in Sunday school, so I was like, "Yeah, I was gonna say, (laughs) I was gonna say, we 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 should both know that." (laughs) Yeah, just being like really quiet, so I was just making sure. Okay, sorry. (laughs) No, you're good. Um, I promise I'm listening. Okay. So disease struck Hawaii soon after the arrival of the Europeans. After Captain James Cook arrived at the Hawaiian Islands on January 1778, he did his best to keep his men away from the natives, Uh, but apparently he was un successful uh, yeah william bailey and yeah william bailey an astronomer that accompanied cook on his third voyage wrote that cook prevented his men from getting intimate with the locals um on account of the number of our people not being free from the foul disease uh why are you bringing people with leprosy on your crew is my question yeah or is getting intimate are you refer what is the foul disease is that like syphilis maybe oh maybe Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> so, a master on the discovery, uh, Thomas Edgar, commented about the native people, quote, none of them were permitted to come on board the ships. Okay, so they were trying to take precautions. Like, let's give them this much credit, but not much. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so none of them were permitted to come on board the ships, and every precaution was taken to prevent the men from meddling with them on shore. And this required the utmost vigilance of the officers for the women. Mm -hmm. Uh, For the women used all their arts to entice them into their houses, which I think is bullshit. Wow. Um, (laughs) Let's remember what Hawaiians dress like and leave it from there. Mm -hmm. This is totally a she was asking for it quote, and I don't care for it. Yeah. So, so, um, in spite of Cook's orders, several men who were aware of the risks made connections with women, quote unquote. I think we know what connection they're referring to. Yep. Um, when, when Cook arrived at Maui in November 1778, he reissued the rules, but descriptions of diseases that, affili- that afflicted the natives shortly after point to the transmission of syphilis. There it is. <laughs> STIs weren't the only thing. God, come on. What is with white dudes and their syphilitic dicks? I would love to, to know. Yourselves. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, isn't penicillin great? So, um, <laughs> didn't Ben Franklin have syphilis? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> yes, but I don't. 
Gordon. STIs. Yes. <laughs> STIs were the. I love when he's. Sorry, sidebar. I love when he's in the break room later with Dwight. Oh my God, yes. And he's like, that is not the real Ben Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> I am 99% no percent sure. <laughs> Who's the king of e- who's who's the current monarch? Why the tyrant King George, of course. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you STIs? farsighted or nearsighted? Both. Both. That's why I invented the bifocal. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great show. <laughs> oh, I love it. STIs weren't the only things introduced to native Hawaiians by European explorers and settlers with no immunity to new infectious diseases such as measles, of fucking course, chickenpox, polio, and tuberculosis. Almost half of the native Hawaiian population perished by 1800, according to some estimates. So even with the quarantine rules, people were still touching and fucking. Uh, well, yeah. (laughs) And... And probably raping and uh, uh, not washing their goddamn hands. <laughs> so. Wash your hands, honey. <laughs> wash your fucking hands. <laughs> just wash. Just go out in the fucking ocean. It's right there. <laughs> it's not hard. Salt water is sterile. Oh, God. All right. Uh, so there was a smallpox epidemic that claimed thousands of lives. So that's terrible. Yeah, um, but the first lepers arrived on Molokai in 1866. So, um, in January 1866, the first lepers arrived. Oh, well, the first uh, people with what was it called? L- um, Hansen's disease. Hansen's, yeah. Yes, Hansen's disease arrived at. Col- okay, sorry, it's hard to say Hawaiian words, but they're so cool. So, hang on. Yeah. Kalau Papa. Yes. Kalau Papa colony on Molokai Island. Uh, during late 1865, the king. I love that they had a king, and I, I am really sad that they. I don't think they do anymore. No, they because they're um, a state. Because they're they a state. Don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just that blows. Yeah, and he had the coolest name. He does have a have a street. I think Kamehameha. Oh yeah. Doesn't that sound familiar? Yeah, it does. Um, okay, not the same, I know, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's really cool that he was King Kamehameha V. Yeah. I love that. They had, like, I'm pretty sure they had a they queen. Awesome names. Um, right before they became a state, too. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. All right, so the king sent Rudolf Meyer to, to buy land for the settlement, and when he wrote to the king in December 1865, he indicated the area was, quote, ready for the lepers to come, unquote. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, doctors in Hawaii had also toured, um, toured these colonies in China uh, to prepare for the establishment of the community in Molokai, so they did, they did the research. Good. And I'm sure it was just great. Um, among the first dozen not at all like a prison camp um, among the first dozen um, diseased people sent to Molokai was JD oh (laughs) Kahaliko sounds right Kahaliko became a leader among uh, among them and soon after arrival reported back to the board of health about the status of the group so that's kind of cool kind of making some lemonade out of your lemons there. <laughs> um, 
He indicated that they were getting along in Molokai, but that they needed water. Um, (laughs) Another account by resident Ambrose Hutchinson, Ambrose, that's such a funny name, (laughs) who arrived in 1879 was much grimmer. According to Hutchinson, they were, quote, left on the rocky shore without food and shelter. Yikes. No No houses were provided for the likes of us outcasts. So that's not that's great. terrible. Um, yeah, not not awesome. So that research was for nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course it was. Okay, so f- from its first residence in 1866, when the quarantine was lifted, to when the quarantine was lifted in 1869, so three years later, the Calip no no 1866 to 1969. So yes, over a century. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Christ. No. Hello, Papa. Yeah. Yeah. The colony was home to more than 8,000 residents. During its history, it went from holding dozens to hundreds. And between 1888 to 1902, the population expanded to more than 1,100. The individuals sent to Molokai were, ta- were, taken, from, were taken from their homes and, homes and even hunted at times. So, uh, that's it, an it can awful always image. be worse. Yeah. Yeah, it can always be worse. That's um, one thing that my mom is scared of a, being like something that happens now. What? People like People being hunted. People are going to be hunted? Yeah. For COVID? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, they might mandatorily test people, but they just shove a thing in your nose, and if you don't have COVID, then you're fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Karen. All right. <laughs> We don't have to worry about that. We don't have that president anymore. Okay. (laughs) The individuals... I would have been more worried when we had Trump as president. Okay. Yeah. So, the individuals sent to Molokai were taken from their homes, even hunted at times. Uh, Nancy Breed, a resident of the island, called... I think that's how you say her name. uh, A resident of the island recalled how the government, quote, used to hire people to go out and look for patients, unquote. This is also way more of something you can see on people. You know? Yeah. You can't see it. You can't see COVID on people. Um, <laughs> no one's face is falling off. <laughs> so, um, Breed used to remember, Breed remembered her own experience. Unable to say goodbye to her family, she just, she quote, just cried and waved until she could no longer see her mother. So that's fucked. Um, numerous missionaries spent time working on Molokai, including Mother Marianne Cope and Brother Joseph Dutton. Also, family members often opted to go at, to go with their loved ones to serve as nakukua, or helpers, who provided all kinds of assistance to residents, including moral support. So that's lovely. Oh. Um, but you can, like, never leave again, is yeah. the thing, because you could possibly bring it back. So, not, not great. Um, Board of Health officials and medical professionals also lived on the island, though they made an effort to minimize contact among the groups. Right. Yeah, so... It's not, we're not going to get into the, the, any more of it, because this is depressing enough, but <laughs> just so everyone knows, it could be worse. It could always be worse. And thankfully, we have a cure for leprosy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I saw Also, a- hunting people would be a violation of human rights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... I saw a video today <laughs> uh, from a city in Australia, I believe, um... And it was people um, at a concert, I think, 
And, like, no one had to wear a mask because they haven't had a case in over eight months. Like, they're finally at a point where it's post-COVID for them. Where? Uh, In Australia? A city in Australia. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So That's amazing. The end is near, you guys. Yeah, there is an end in sight. Um, But, yeah. But, in order for us to get there, fucking cooperate. I actually went... Okay, so, sorry. Quick anecdote. I actually went to... um, I went to the grocery store last week mm-hmm. because we had no food. So I went to Kroger uh, because Kroger is the only place where everyone is following procedure uh, where we live. Mm-hmm. So um, everyone is masked and everyone is staying six feet away from each other. And it's lovely, unlike Walmart, which can burn in hell. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I went I went to Walmart really, really fast and got diapers. And then I left and went to Kroger and got our food. So um, as I was leaving, these two dickheads walked in with no mask and I was like, the fuck? Like, I just stared at them with my eyes, like, as big as I possibly could make them. Mm-hmm. And just looked around. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then I was walking out to my car, and I saw them walking back out to get masks out of their car. And I was <laughs> like, what statement are you making? At this point, you're just showing everyone what a dick you are. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. It can't touch me. I'm 19. Fuck you. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. But it's almost Christmas and I'm determined to not let anything make me angry anymore. So (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. The end of that story is good because they were made to leave. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you so much. Hope you have a merry, merry Christmas. Merry, happy holiday season. Yes. And... Stay safe, and remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout-out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.